0: Welcome to the Lancet Respiratory Medicine Podcast. I'm Aaron Van Dorn. Today on the podcast, I spoke with Dr. Fan Chung from the National Heart and Lung Institute at Imperial College London. Dr. Chung is one of the authors of a personal view published in TLRM on confronting COVID-19-associated cough and
1: the post-COVID
0: syndrome. Dr. Chung, can you briefly describe the burden of cough in the acute phase of COVID-19?
1: Yes, it is a very common presenting symptom of COVID-19. And there are series that we've looked at that uh, talk up to 75%. Of patients with COVID-19, positive COVID-19, have an acute cough. It is a very common presenting symptom in association with other symptoms that you usually will associate with, for example, fever, loss of taste, and so on. In
0: some patients, cough persists for weeks or months after SARS cov 2 infection, as one of a number of symptoms that are collectively referred to as the post-COVID syndrome or long COVID. What do we know about the prevalence and causes of post-COVID cough?
1: And and again, there's there's been quite a few studies that have been published about the prevalence of cough in the post-COVID syndrome, and uh, this ranges from anything between 10% and 40%, and I I guess the average would probably be somewhere around 20% of patients with post-COVID syndrome do have a cough. And uh, this is usually accompanied by other symptoms, uh, such as shortness of breath, some element of pain, usually some pain in the chest, and fatigue. Is, which is, in, in fact, most common, and also very much debilitating, is this thing that people refer to as brain fog—the brain not working as well as it should be, a bit of memory loss, and having difficulty in thinking out uh, you know, issues in your in your mind. This problem of the post-COVID syndrome, at least here in the UK, I think is going to be um, a problem that we're going to see very frequently as we coming out of this, in fact, of this third wave that we're having here. And in fact, in some of the uh, news outlets, uh, they mention a figure about two or three million people might be affected with post COVID syndrome here in the UK.
0: In your personal view in the Lancet Respiratory Medicine, you consider what we know about neuronal mechanisms of cough and the proposed mechanisms for the cough associated with COVID 19. Can you briefly describe the mechanisms that might underlie acute cough and the persistent cough that follows SARS CoV 2 infection? Uh,
1: and of course, a lot of what we uh, suggest needs to be proven, but uh, from our experience of the mechanisms by which other viruses, like the common cold virus or flu, uh, causes cough, I think we've come up with a scenario where the acute cough is is likely to be initiated by an infection of the SARS-CoV-2 virus, the virus of COVID-19, infecting vagal sensory nerves. The vagal sensory nerves are, are in fact, the place where, where the cough is initiated. And so they either invade or attach themselves to those sensory neurons or those nerve endings, or else they attach themselves to the uh, surrounding cells supporting those neurons and inducing a neuroinflammation. And uh, that neuroinflammation over time will cause uh, what we call a hypersensitivity of those nerves such that they they start to respond to stimuli that don't usually cause cough, and and therefore you have a hypersensitive system uh, which which induces uh, cough. so the initial phase for the acute cough, uh, it's a direct uh, effect of the virus attaching itself to the sensory nerves, in fact, in, indeed infecting the nerves. I think there's some evidence to support this. And, and then following that, the neuroinflammation, uh, that would induce the hypersensitization. And that, and that hypersensitization would be most likely the mechanism by which the cough would be persisting in the post-COVID syndrome. So in the post-COVID syndrome, there's another element that occurs, which is um, the process of central sensitization. And that will be very important, I think, in in trying to explain also not only the cough, but also the other symptoms that are mentioned that are are commonly accompanying cough, in fact, more common than cough, such as shortness of breath, the the fatigue that one associates in in the post-COVID syndrome. You suggest
0: that the neuronal mechanisms you discuss could be shared with other symptoms of the post-COVID syndrome. Are there treatments available or in development that could help to alleviate or prevent some of the features of the syndrome, including cough?
1: Yes. And of course, I'm basically an expert in cough, but but the reason why we think that some of the treatments that we may be thinking about about the cough may well apply to a treatment of the other symptoms like as I mentioned, the pain and, and, and shortness of breath, and also potentially the fatigue also, because the overall idea that we have is that this is an overall, what we call central hypersensitization that affects both the cough, the shortness of breath, and the fatigue, and the pain also. So in in chronic cough, we've, we've got certain treatments that uh, we use at the moment, and we use opiates, for example, to, to suppress the cough, and we know opiates very often does have an effect in in calming down dyspnea, shortness of breath. We also have treatments like gabapentin for treatment of chronic cough, and and of course gabapentin has been used to treat uh, neurogenic pain, and so that might help accompanying pain, and and then there are other treatments that are targeted now. Towards aspects of the neuroinflammation, which might also help not only cough, but also the other symptoms. At the moment, there's a drug which is a a blocker of an ATP receptor called the P2X3 receptor, which has gone into a phase three trial and been very efficient in controlling chronic cough. We make the assumption that this might well be helpful also for the symptoms of, of the post COVID syndrome. But, of course, this is uh, certainly just a hypothesis at the moment, and and there needs to be, you know, we need to do studies to to look at that.
0: Looking more broadly at acute and chronic cough due to a variety of causes, what would you identify as important recent developments in our understanding of the mechanisms of cough or in the treatments available for cough?
1: The the major understanding that has occurred, which has occurred over five or six years now and and is being applied now in in the clinic uh, of chronic cough, is this concept of the hypersensitivity syndrome. So now I think most physicians uh, that treat cough now would agree that the condition of chronic cough is a condition of uh, this cough hypersensitivity syndrome, as I I said. So you have your system of, your cough system, which is basically protective system because uh, it protects your lungs from uh, those things that you inhale into your lungs and, and, and the only way, if something gets into your lungs by inhalation, the only way you can, you can get rid of it is to cough it out. So, so you're, it's a bit like a, uh, like an alarm system, an alarm system that and clenched, uh when a particle, for example, gets into your lungs, you get a cough that will expel the particle. If that system is hypersensitive, not only hypersensitive in in terms of um, the threshold at which it's triggered, but also it's triggered by things that don't usually make you cough, such as, for example, laughing or talking or certain smells and so on that now starts to make you cough. You know, you you get into a situation that, you know, you you continually cough. Uh, So this has been a great advance. And on the basis of this advance, and we are now discovering various new treatments, for controlling it. And, and one of those new treatments that we have now, or hope to have in the near future, is this P2X3 antagonist. I, th- I think this has been, this change in the concept of what, what is chronic cough has been the greatest advance, and, and, and hopefully this is going to lead to much more fruitful uh, treatments for chronic cough.
0: What would you identify as the priorities for research in better understanding the mechanisms of cough, including cough associated with COVID-19 and developing new treatment options for acute and chronic cough?
1: There's obviously more research to be done and particularly in terms of COVID-19. And I I think the fact that we're going to have a lot of people around suffering from post-COVID syndrome gives us opportunity of doing studies at various levels from the level of understanding uh, the mechanism. Uh, I, I said that uh, we believe that there's, there's this element of neuroinflammation that occurs. We need to find ways in which we can um, measure or find out what type of neuroinflammation occurs and nail down the, this concept of central hypersensitivity. I mean, a lot of the work is now focusing in terms of, for example, doing functional magnetic resonance scans, to look at which parts of the brain are being activated during this process for central sensitization, There's already some work that's being done in that area. And, and, and I think in terms of the post-COVID syndrome, this is going to be an area which is very important to look at. And, and I know that there are some studies that are being set up ongoing to look at functional uh, magnetic resonance imaging in, in those post-COVID syndrome people. And hopefully we will find out that that there will be various centers in the brain related to cough, related to shortness of breath, related to fatigue, related to pain that will be activated in those patients with uh, post-COVID syndrome. And obviously, uh, this research, as I've said, I mean, I've already been started in chronic cough. And of course, down the, the line, there, there will be studies that we will have to do in terms of, of looking at some of those antitussives that will work in chronic cough. I already mentioned that the P2X3 antagonists are studies that are ongoing. In fact, there are many, many types of P2X3 antagonists that are, uh, that are being tested at the moment. There are also other targets, for example, neurokinin receptor antagonists, maybe use a certain mm-hmm. specific channels, sodium channels that can control the, the, the cough response, etc. I mean, that, that would depend in terms of what we find in terms of uh, what is driving this this neuroinflammatory process that that we believe is ongoing in chronic cough and in also in the chronic cough of of, of the post covid syndrome
0: dr chung thank you for taking the time to speak with us today
1: thank you